Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning after a pretty good night of weather if you're over here east of town. It was uh, rocking and rolling all night, but uh, we're here. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. Is Jace, our sponsors today, Big D Marine, Mainstream Marketing, the Belleville Meat Market, and Boyd's One Stop. All right, looking down on the island in Galveston this morning, it's 70 degrees right now, and uh Wind gusts are anywhere from 25 to 33 miles per hour out of the north right now. Today they're calling for sunny skies, gusty winds. They'll be diminishing during the afternoon with a high of 74, and north winds will be 20 to 30 and some higher gusts. And then for tonight, a clear sky, low of 64, north 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high of 73, east winds 10 to 20. So going to swing that high pressure and but all that uh, weather's over way over east in louisiana and out in the gulf this morning that came through last night and uh had some hail in areas so pretty good uh pretty good little little build up right before that front line hit looking at tides for today these are galveston channel tide predictions we're on four of them we have a high that occurred just after midnight it was a 1.3 so our next tide is a low this morning at 8.11 a.m., an 0.2, then a high at 3.24 p.m., a 1.4, and then a low at 8.56 p.m., it's an 0.9. 6.52 a.m. sunrise, 7.46 p.m. sunset, or moon phase, is 24%. Looking at current conditions, offshore at the buoy 22 nautical miles east of Galveston, it's 71 degrees with 73-degree water. North winds at 29, gusting to 36. Seas are like four and a half feet. And the Galveston Channel looks like it's uh, 69 degrees with 74-degree water. North-northeast wind at 18, gusting to 25. Eagle Point, it's 69 degrees, 75 water. And north winds 14 to 20. And up in the north end of the complex at Morgan's Point, it's 66 degrees, 
with 73-degree water north-northwest, 17 gusting to 21. That should pick up as as the sun rises. So that's uh, kind of a rough weather night for certain areas and other areas it was they didn't get quite the rain, but anyway, it was uh, quite a light show out there last night. All right, let's go to the Tri-Bay area this morning. Let's check in with the Hammer, Captain Glenn Hammond. Good morning, Glenn. What's up? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm here, man. Uh, we didn't, uh, I don't think we got a drop drop out of that. Yeah, I know it, it just kind of stayed east and... Uh, I thought we were going to avoid it. I was watching that front line come on radar and yesterday evening, and it was had a thin tail to the west, but it was going to split through the Houston area, and I said, well, things look good. We won't get any rain. It'll all be east of us, but it was weird the way it just started building up around Spur 99. It just one little green glob, and it turned into a big red cell and just kept back building over the bay. I, I said, this is crazy. But it, uh, I don't know how much rain I got. It was a bunch. It was a bunch. Yeah, looking looking to the east last night, I seen fire in the sky. Yeah, and, we uh, had some lightning, buddy. It was good. Heard, heard a little rumbling going on, and uh, hey, man, uh, maybe that's what caused the the fish to bite yesterday. They knew that bit front was coming, man. We had that's a it. Well, it was a totally different day yesterday than it was Friday morning. After I talked to you, I had a yeah, Friday morning, I had a Robert Benz, a buddy of mine, electrician friend, and uh, his best friend, Andy, from Wisconsin, another Wisconsiner. And uh, he, Andy, had actually fished with me 30 years ago when I had a red fin, an 18-foot red fin, uh, one, of my, one of my first new boat that I ever bought. But uh, anyway, he he had some pretty good, pretty good pictures of some fish we caught back then, and uh, he was uh, really excited to get out there. We couldn't; it, it was tough on Friday, man. Uh, we we caught lots of undersized fish, uh, trout, you know, right. red, trout, reds, black drum. I've never seen the like a puppy drum in my life. I mean, it's uh, our bays are filled with them. But um, anyway, we uh, we pulled out. We I think they, yeah, no, they had two reds. They had uh, two specks, one of them uh, 21 inches, a pretty good one. And then they had two black drums. So, uh, and all they was after, they they just wanted to spend some time together. They really could have cared less if we caught anything. And that was, it's like no pressure, you know. We're, we just want to go for the boat ride and, and the experience. So uh, I obliged, and uh, they ended up with a nice little fish fry. They were all excited about going home and doing that. And uh, but in the bait we use, Captain Mickey, the smallest whiskers and eyeballs. <laughs> little seen. bitty shrimp, huh? <laughs> oh man, these are some little, little tiny white shrimp. But as I always say, man, uh, two or three of them on a treble hook, <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to beat, man, when they're hitting bait. And uh, so anyway, they had a good time, and and uh, I think Andy's going back to Wisconsin on on Wednesday, but uh. Yesterday was totally different. I had a well on on Friday we got out there at seven a.m. We got an early start, and then yesterday I didn't I didn't meet these folks at my house till twelve thirty, and then by the time we got on the water, man, we had a flooding strong incoming tide, 
Uh, the wind wasn't too bad when we got out there. It was blowing a little south, southeast. And then as the afternoon went on, boy, that, it really started picking up and getting rough out there. But, hey, we, uh, man, I tell you what, from the first cast, and uh, Karen had had some neck surgery, and uh, Karen and Grady. And anyway, she had had uh, some neck surgery, and her shoulder area was kind of sore, and so, she she asked me if I minded casting for her. I said, heck no. So I lay this cast out there, hand her the rod. I go over there and start helping Grady. And I look back and that she is bowed over, buddy. And there is drag screaming off of that reel. She got her a big old 26 inch red on the first cast. She was done. She goes, <laughs> she, to her, uh, you know, and I, she didn't want to hurt herself. I didn't want to, you know, I said, hand, hand him the rod, you know, and she, no, I, I think I got it. I think I got it. And, and anyway, she fought that big old boogaroo, and they don't come in easy. Uh, and she got it in there. He turned around, and then he got another red. His was it was only like 23-inch, and there was some kind of competition going on there because I heard him go back there and say, well, you still got the biggest one. And, and uh, <laughs> So had a little little husband-wife competition thing going there, and and uh, from that point on, man, it was like we sat on them. We sat in one spot for two hours. And uh, by the time we left that spot, we had three reds and four trout in the box. And at the end of the day, we had six trout and four reds. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We don't keep a big fish. and uh, But we ended up, we had a 24-inch trout he caught. And I got it. we were just going to leave her in the net, unhook her and take a picture and she had blood coming out her gills in the water and I said that ain't good so we we held her there in the water just for a minute or so and and like that hook must have messed something up in her throat or whatever so we uh decided that it would be best uh instead of take a chance of wasting a fish like that to go ahead and keep it and yeah, we we did, and uh, you know what? Uh, when I gutted them, when I put them on a play table, there was hardly the eggs. You, you can tell are they're forming, but they're nowhere near ready spawning. Probably uh, another month, another month and a half, maybe. I don't know when they do their spawning, but uh, anyway, just by looking at eggs inside of the trout uh, this day and time, they still got some growing to do. So. Mm -hmm. uh, Anyway, six trout, four reds, man, and uh, lots of small drum, trout, croakers. We had whiting, uh, just, a, just a variety pack with that, that live bait. It was a good bite, man. There was action. So we stayed out from 1230 till just a little after 430, and then we put her on the trailer. But uh, uh, Yeah, getting was, back uh, to that trout y'all had to keep. Uh, you know, just a little bit south of you, all down the coast, if somebody would have caught that fish and bloody and knowing you're, it's going to die when you, you'd have to throw it back anyway, you can't retain it. That's why I, I know. Isn't that something about that new limit? Yeah, because it's uh, aren't it's they ever going to go back to normal? They're going to yes, go back to uh, normal, they're going to switch it back uh, September 1st this year. Yeah, well, son of a gun. Well, yeah. no, I know that was a badass freeze. Uh, I remember how cold it got here, and I remember how lucky we were to have, we had the, the Freeport jetties, and we got the San Luis Pass, and that's two quick, at deep accesses out to the deeper water, you know what I mean? We yeah. have a, 
the intercoastal, the new intercoastal canal that runs behind uh, Bastrop, uh, Chocolate Bastrop, Christmas Drum. Anyway, that new intercoastal, those fish can slide right out of any one of those bays and right in deep into that deep intercoastal too. So those fish didn't, they wasn't as fortunate down south of us. They have all those long flats where it mm -hmm. goes on forever and ever and as shallow as ever. But uh, we were just very fortunate. Our fish population uh, right now, I think it's, it's really, really good. Beside the flounder. Uh, normally I would catch, uh, catch a flounder on, you know, uh, every, every trip we went out, it seems like we used to get one or miss one or, or get one or two, you know, and it's, uh, nowadays they're, uh, they're, they're few and far apart. We're not targeting them. If we were, we would get finger mullet and mud minnows and go sit on a drain somewhere. But uh, I heard the Brazos uh, over there just uh, west of you is, is loaded with flounder right now. The river is. Well, there's uh, there's quite a few quite a few captains that have invested in uh, all these lights and these uh, airplane motors or whatever you call those little fan motors that they put mm -hmm. on the back of the boats nowadays. And they, uh, they're doing it. They're hitting them hard, man. There's, uh, I know there's at least three guides. That's, that's what they do floundering. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. They can go out and take four people and get 20, 20 flounder a night, every night if they wanted to, because all the, the lights that they have, man, on those oh, yeah. boats these days, Technology, you know, man. poor, fish poor don't fish don't stand <laughs> Poor fish don't have a chance. No. Uh, anyway, uh, three days in a row, the hammer did it, man. I found out how I just turned 69, and I felt it uh, yesterday when I got up. I think I slept to about 10 o'clock. I knew I knew I could sleep in. I wasn't meeting them till late. I'm yeah. going to lay around and rest easy today. But if you're coming down in the area, uh, don't get real excited with the size of the shrimp. Don't expect any big old white hoppers like uh, normally this time of the year. But, no, nah, it's all whiskers and eyeballs and uh it didn't. It didn't hurt us a bit. We had a great afternoon. Yeah, nice those fish will fish. eat those small shrimp. Oh, they don't give a dang, man. <laughs> when I was young, I, I remember the first nine pounder I caught was on a like a grass shrimp, eyeballs and whiskers, last shrimp in the bucket. <laughs> Chunked it out there and caught over a nine pound trout with it. So it. Uh, we went. Don't you know discriminate. when you What's that? You don't have real, real serious fishermen, and they're not tournament-minded and all that, and you just want to go have fun and catch a variety pack, I highly recommend using some shrimp. But, you know, you can throw that plastic all day or topwaters or whatever, but they're just not that mad at them. They just want to have something tugging well, on the line. you got to be on fish to catch fish, whether you use lures or bait, either one. That's, that's right. It, that's uh, right. It pays so, to be on fish. Well, uh, anyway, Tri-Bay area is kicking water. That wind really picked up yesterday afternoon before that front got in. And last night about, I think it was like 10 o'clock, I looked and it was zero miles an hour. Looked yeah. out the window and I seen that lightning over there by yacht over to the east and I could see the sky blowing up. It was. But, uh, we're very, very lucky we didn't get a bunch of rain out of it. Well, we did. We took up the slack for you. All right, Glenn, All right. if somebody wants to call you about coming fishing, give a number, man. Yes, sir. They can always reach me at 713-208-0683. Happy fun Sunday to you and everybody, Captain Mickey. Y'all have we'll a great do one. Same to you, Glenn. See you, man. Take yes, care. Sir. All right.
That's the hammer over in the Tri-Bay area. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, let's head over to Freeport now, and let's check in with Captain Jeff Naylor this morning. Nalem, what's up, buddy? What's up, Captain Mickey? How you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you, man? Oh, man, you know, living the dream. Living the dream as usual. And you will to, be try after to... you get that nightmare job done on your boat, man. <sighs> buddy, oh, buddy. Man, you know. I thought you were in a bio lab the other day when I saw that suit you had on with that respirator and everything. I'm going, he'd get a new job. Yeah, I pretty much did. You know, wrote my ticket on that one, man. It's a mess. <laughs> it is a mess. You know, we're it. Uh, you know, for, fortunately for me, this isn't going to be the first mess I put myself into. But uh, you know, it is a uh, man. It, holy cow, it's a lot of work. Yeah, right. I give you that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, it's when, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't want to it quit for about just long enough to, you know, get about halfway there and then rip, starts ripping again. So, I mean, there's no, uh, I ain't right. missing a whole lot currently, man. And, and, and you know, it stinks because this is the second or third year in a row. I've uh, kind of missed the bluefin tuna run, but uh, it is what it is, man. I mean, yeah. that's just the way of it. Hey, real quick, Mickey, uh, uh, well, somebody texted me just now and asked me where to go catch a big shark at. Man, I don't even know what to tell them. You know, on the beach somewhere, I'm assuming. 
Well, they're they're starting to get more prevalent around the the passes and everything. They're they're moving in. I mean, there's already bull sharks all the way up my way. Oh wow! Well, they've been up there two or three weeks. You know, from I hadn't seen any, but uh, I know some uh, friends of friends that have had encounters with them. You know, getting their stringers ripped away from them and everything else, wade fishing. So they're oh wow, they're already. Up my way, you know, it doesn't take them long. They come through the passes. They they freight train up my way, heading towards those river mouths and stuff. Gotcha. Fresh water doesn't well, bother them. It's just it's what they do. Those bulls like that uh, brackish water. Oh yeah, yeah. But, okay, well, there's they, there's your they, answer. Sir. You know, they like redfish, and that's what they uh, that's what attracts them. Well, nice. they love to eat those big redfish. Well, I tell you what, man, those those mats or those little uh, mirror mirror minnows or the uh, glass minnows, glass yeah. minnows, holy uh-huh. cow! I mean, they've just been thick over here, you know, unbelievable. Right. Um, I know the the, you know, and I, I didn't get to listen to Hammer. I'm sure he's probably giving a report over here, but you know, previous to those rains last week, we were they were crushing the flounder, and then it kind of just. I'm not sure if it tapered off or, you know, we just hadn't got out too much. I hadn't heard very many reports recently in the last few days. Right. But, shoot, it seems like it was on fire, fire for a while. Um, I got to drag Megan out uh, last week, I believe, last weekend. And, and uh, yeah, man, we got to catch a few uh, flounder and, and those redfish, man. They're sitting in all those bays where any of those inlets came in and all those little glass minnows were pouring in there. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so full. They're floating belly up, you know, and go back down again. It uh, That's some real neat kind of fishing for me. I, yeah, that's my style anyway. You know, I want to I see him. I want that big, big, fat, lazy one, you know, get the catch and don't run him all around the grass and everything. Just pull him up. But, uh you know, so anyways, the uh, the fishing here in the inshore seems like, uh, you know, it's pretty good. It's, I haven't heard a bunch of trout or anything. Um, you know, the, the, the guys who do bull red trips and stuff like that, I mean, shoot, sharkies over there smoking. Somebody told me, I believe it was Casey. I talked to Casey yesterday, last night for a little while, and he told me he's uh, he's actually down in Miami this week. Or excuse me, not Miami. I think he's going down to Carrizo today in Miami the next week, but he said that they were down in Galveston last week on catching eight to ten pound sheephead. Yeah. I mean that's a big one. <laughs> big old sheep. Woo. Now that's a fillet and they say they're some of the best eating fish there are, you know, but uh man, those are some slabs. But uh and then really like I said, he he'll be gone for the week. Uh they they did a little turkey hunt last week too, so um, which it was it was fair conditions apparently. They got them a couple turkeys, so they're probably um, excited to do, get that really. But uh, yeah, I've yeah, seen, man, I've been, uh, I've been getting a lot of texts from uh, listeners that uh, has had a real good turkey season so far. Yeah, yeah, he said there was lots of turkey. They hunted down south, and, and right when that when the front came in i guess it was last week or something like that it got real windy or mm-hmm. you know real nasty rainy just sloppy rainy not necessarily heavy rain he said the turkeys just didn't want to move around too much and you know just because there's so many he was able to call in a few in a little couple hour window that they had and uh right. 
him and his son got one. And of course, he writes uh, uh, Elliot, his son, and, and uh, he writes article in the in the facts now, and and so he got to write an article about that last week, which was really cool. And uh, but I mean, I think they're going to go back for round two this weekend or this week. It's coming week to see if they can pull something out of there. But um, yeah, I mean, you see where I'm at. I'm stuck on the boat. I, you know, unfortunately, I'm trying not to think about fishing or hunting too much because. It's just going to aggravate me even more. <laughs> Man, I sent you a couple of pictures this morning. You see old uh, Monty? Uh, yeah, I saw that picture I, back in the early 90s. He's, uh, it looks like yeah. he's probably about my age, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Monty, uh, you know, and I don't want to lie to you, I think he's early 60s, I want to say. Well, he's a little younger like, than me then. Yeah, I'm I don't want to like what I looked like in the early '90s. I know it's a lot better than I look now, but <laughs> <laughs> boy, howdy! <laughs> I saw those pictures of you and Plog, you know, with the uh, big stringer and with oh, when me and him and Blaine were squatted down at that—that that was the old Robbins Park Smith Point boat ramp over there years ago. That was in the '80s. That's oh when, wow! That's when James first started running with us, and and uh, yeah, those were. Those were the good old days. I don't know who put that old picture up there. I think years ago Caleb Hart put it up, and then somebody else posted it. And went. Boy, it just brings you back for a minute, don't it? Yeah, it does. It, uh, man, that was many moons ago. Yeah, and you know, so, you know, you can tell, you can almost age something in our pictures. You know, down here in, in Freeport, we, we switched uh, area codes. It used to be 409. And then they switched it, I want to say mid to late 90s maybe to, to 979. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, you can tell right away, you know, if, if in, in, that, in that picture, you know, he's got that sign and it's uh, uh, the 409 area. Code. So it's, it's a good old one. I'm going to tell you another story about that too. So we, I had a party recently. Uh, I had, we had a little a birthday party over here at our house. We had uh, Elliot came over, Elliot Cundiff and all them and, I had a couple of pictures. My wife had picked out some of these pictures from old school fishing pictures. And, and one of them was when we went on, whenever I was, I don't know, in high school or something like that, I was, uh, uh, went on Captain Millie's boats and, and of course had our fish pictures with that same sign in the back of it. Well, we had actually, uh, we had, um, borrowed one of the, uh, uh, bar, a bar top from Elliot. Um, and as it turns out, it was made from that sign right there, which was, uh, it was kind of crazy, you know, that, uh, anyways, he noticed it too, which he doesn't notice anything. And, uh, that was just, that was wild that, uh, you know, that same sign was in anyways, completely yeah. random. But so were y'all were using that for a, y'all made a bar out of it? Yeah, well, he he had made a bar out of it. Elliot oh. Elliot had made a bar out of it like twenty five years ago or something like that. You know, whenever they closed gotcha. up in what two thousand nine five whatever it is, and and uh, they had made a bar out of it instead of throwing it away. And uh, it actually had not been. Yeah, I mean, it's been in storage for twenty five years. You know, apparently they made it and just kind of stored it. You know, thought they were going to do something with it and never did anything with it. And uh, you know, and I pull it out, and sure enough, there's my picture sitting on it from you know 30 years previously and and that's the sign that was that was in the picture so that was kind of cool right. but yeah. at any rate 
I mean, those are some good old days, you know, and, and luckily I'm, I'm, I'm consider myself blessed every single day that I'm able to sit down and discuss some of these, uh, really neat stories. And back in the day, I don't know if you saw it posted, Monty, uh, he he had posted a couple pictures. I reposted it in the Sitco's page actually uh, last week, but it was, you know, docks full of full of Warsaw oh, yeah, groupers. I saw that one. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that was and that was you know, all that groupers was, laying there. That's that's what you call nuking them right there. Yeah, yeah. That that's the sleigh days. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, but you know, that's how it was, and in. in uh, you know, just hearing the discussions about it, you know, we talked to, uh, I got to talk to a few of the old captains came by the warehouse the other day and, and were telling me, it, uh, you know, they remember days when, when you go out there and, and the the only way you could find rocks and stuff like that is, you know, you knew the direction to go and, you know, the the coordinate and about how long it takes you to get there kind of thing. And you basically got a big old weight with a with a uh, soap bar on the bottom of it, on a big long string, and you get two or three guys on each side trying dropping, and when you hit the mud, you know you're getting close to a rock, and then the soap bar is actually so that when you hit the rock, and it makes an indentation on the bottom of the soap, you know that you know that for sure was a rock, you know, or something like that, oh, or a reed, or whatever. Anyways. Um, I got to, to do a lot of talking with some of the old school guys here recently. I'm going to start posting some of these pictures that they have uh, been giving me um, up on the Sicko page, hopefully this week sometime. Yeah, so what made uh, – I mean, was it a change in the the regulations and all that uh, as far as limits and all that that kind of made some of these guys uh, give it up? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Elliot, Elliot, for sure, um, that was a combination of, of regulations and then also the, the price of fuel, you know, shot right. up. You know, we got into that recession and, and all that in 05, was it, or something like that. And, yeah, it just kind of a, a, a two-part deal, you know. They just couldn't. And really, to be honest with you, you know, a lot of the, the other – well, I, I can speak upon – you know, Captain Elliott's is that he, they also had ventures in, um, you know, offshore, uh, you know, right. oil businesses and stuff like that, that were doing way better at the time, you know, and it's actually, I mean, it's just a business deal to, to a degree, you know, Hey, why are you concentrating on something that doesn't make yeah. any money? You know, which I get, you know, and I think they held on for a long time, but just, just for the customers, just, you know, mm-hmm. just to keep it going. Um, and man, I mean, shoot, you know that it as well as anybody else. I mean, you're in a customer-based business your whole life. It's just, uh, you know, you you, you want to take care of those folks. You you know, you want to do the best you can for everybody that's, you know, helped you out through the years. I guess, but right. And I mean, that's pretty much the the uh, tipping point for most fishing uh businesses that i can tell so far is you know yeah the, the economy gets bad you know a particular you know personal situation gets bad and and you know hey man living living in the fishing game every day could be your last you never know i mean right <laughs> true they still to this very to this very right now what are we may 15th or 6th or april 16th or something like that the the snapper season starts June first, six weeks from now, and they still have not announced the snapper season. So we yeah. don't know if we're going to get 
30 days, 75 days, nobody knows. I mean, there's, you know, zero communication, you know, and that's, I think that has become more of an issue here in the recent years, uh, especially with the with the state trying to take over some of the uh, overseeing the stocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they all jive together very well or communicate very well because, like I said, I mean we're six weeks out and we don't even know what the dates are going to be. I mean they may only. I think legally they have to give us uh, 30 days, but otherwise I don't well, think they're they, close. Boy, I tell you, you know, yeah, I mean, no joke. Let me knock this break out, Jeff. Hang on. We'll talk about this some more. I'll be right back to you, buddy. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 434 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back and talk some more with Jeff Naylor. All right, Jeff, we're back, my friend. I had a text from a listener during the break wanting to know uh, what's your favorite uh, going offshore, what's your favorite species to to target and fish for? (laughs) Well, you know what? <laughs> That's a I, deep you know, subject. <laughs> I, yeah, it sure is. I'll be honest with you. My personal favorite is uh, tuna at the shrimp boats. That's got to yeah. be one of the neatest things you'll ever see in your life, you know, especially when you get them all balled up. I think, uh, you know, in general consensus, I bet if you ask 10 uh, uh people who go offshore i bet you nine would tell you mahi you know getting around a big school of mahi or something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean my favorite is black tuna man it's so hard to beat it's right. uh amazing thing uh, but you know what with that being said though i mean heck I, they're all a lot of fun you know i'm not real big i'm not personally i'm not super keen on the on the you know pulling fish off the bottom snapper fishing is 
is decent fun. That's probably mid to low category for myself. But yeah, that's more uh, table you know. fare fishing right there. It's kind of like flounder fishing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You fish for those for the for the good food. You know, the table fare. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, it didn't always used to be like that either. I mean, you know, especially when it, that picture with Monty and all that in the, in the mid to late nineties. I mean, snapper fishing was difficult. It, it wasn't exactly. Yeah, was, well, there was, was some lean times trickier. back in the day on snapper. Yes. It was lean. It was. It was. It very was. It very much was. And, uh, you know, but like we were talking about earlier with the regulations and everything, you know, when did they really start? I, I, I was trying to do a timeline in my head about where they started regulating a lot of offshore stuff. And I want to say it was in the late 70s, early 80s, something like that. Seems that and, way, uh, yeah. You know, somebody was telling me the other day they started out uh, fishing licenses were free. And, uh, I mean, do you, we, do you remember that? I think that was a Texas Parts on Wildlife Well, thing, it seems know? like, yeah, you didn't have to have a, uh, you know, if you were just going to go out and fish federal waters, you didn't have to have a fishing license or something. Uh, I don't, I can't remember how that worked. Yeah. You know, but if you were fishing inside the demarcation line, you know, in state waters, you had to have one. Right. Right. You know, I know if you get caught with a bull red offshore, you're you're in trouble. That's a bad thing. That's you know, I've right. heard of people, you know, they'll stop at the jetties and catch some redfish and then they'll go offshore to kingfish or snapper fish or whatever. That's a that's a no no. That's a big no no. Not, not right. good. <laughs> and you know how they get you now is basically uh they you know, they say that e- even if you catch fish offshore and you and you come back through takes parts of wildlife waters that you're you know theoretically have to have a take parts of wildlife license you know a state license i guess mm, so right yeah it's kind of a mess i mean you know in that timeline and you know what i the, the guy I was talking to about the the licenses too he told me he said man he said they came out it was free initially and then it was like five bucks or something like that right and they came came out with an option to buy a you know, a state, Texas state license, a lifetime license for like 300 bucks. And they were, you know, he just was no way he would pay $300. You you kidding me for a lifetime license to go back. I do one in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is now, 15, 2000, something like that. But I'm sure yeah. it's up there. Well. But, but yeah, I mean, that's, you know, regulations and stuff like that certainly has played a huge role in it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, I don't think these regulations didn't work to a degree. I think that they, you know, I really wish maybe they would do things a little different way, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, it's about like any government organization. They have very little people to help, you know, and they're trying to write write laws, you know, and it doesn't really make sense, but. You know, speaking of licenses, though, they just re, uh, I think this week the Gulf Council was reviewing a, uh, an amendment or a law or something like that to actually, they may be issuing out licenses for offshore fishing. So um, I think in a, it, it's going to be like an attempt that they're, they're going to basically want people who go offshore recreationally, not, not just us, but recreationally to, uh, to, denote their catch what they catch and stuff like that uh when Uh-oh. they come from offshore yeah i mean you know they got shot down recently with their with the law uh that they had for the vmss requirement 
for uh, four hire boats, mm-hmm. and that was kind of their their attempt to uh, get us the the charter guys to, um, you know, keep up with the quota, you know, get fish stock information and stuff like that. And uh, because we had to, we had to, to know what what we caught and everything each day, you know, just like the commercial guys do or something like that. And it got shot down over at a federal court in uh, Louisiana. So that kind of went away. And I think it's just, again, it's just an attempt to, to try to, to get more real-time information on how much fish are being caught. It's always, it's, it's back and forth. And this is the reason why I was saying, I mean, it's, it's a small organization for a very huge amount of fishermen, you know, in my opinion, but, uh, uh, they, they came out last year, at the end of last year, last snapper season, excuse me, they came and said, Hey, y'all didn't catch your quota last this year. And, we're probably going to open up a season in October and they never did open it up. So in fairly <laughs> a little teaser. Yeah. yeah. And then, so they, I think they followed that up by saying, well, we're going to give it to you in 2023. Mm. Well, as it turns out and they, they've come out and basically said that uh, we overfished in 2022. So they may restrict some of our days in 2023. And that's just, that's kind of the well, hearsay. They couldn't do basic math the first time. They had to recalculate yeah. it. You know, <laughs> I mean seriously, it's a mess. You know, it is a real mess. And these are the things that they really needed to get more, uh, you know, up to date with. It's just, you know, I'm not really sure what to believe anymore. I mean, you know, I just kind of sit back in my I mean, chair. And that's of, the kind of world we live in nowadays. What do you believe? Who do you believe? I mean, it just uh, it's like lying and being untruthful is no big deal anymore. I mean, I'm it's it's you. aggravating, especially I'm the way I grew up. That's, I mean, maybe that's the new wave now. Just uh, tell, I, it, tell it the way you want to tell it. Make it, you know, spin it and. I don't understand it. That that uh, it's aggravating, you know. I'm, it sure I'm, is. You know, I'm just old school and live in a totally different world than the new world now. It just, is. Uh, I'm not real fond of uh, untruthful people. Never have been. I concur. I concur. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, and who knows that the, the real bad part, you know, and all this stuff is that so many people, you know, have their lifestyle based on this. I mean, their entire, you know, years earnings are based on how many days are snapper, you know, right? What, when they can fish and this and that, you know. So it's it's a lot more than just a few yeah, snapper. Look on how many days before. Mother Nature takes away. It'd be nice if you got to have oh, yeah. all of those days they give you, but the weather plays a big part in it where you you can't go. Yeah. I mean, and you it, can go, but, I mean, you got to think of the safety of your vessel and your, and your oh, yeah. passengers and everything else. Oh, yeah. If, I mean, you know, it, is it really it, worth it? And so, you know, really, when they started this VMS thing and they kind of put it in our, on, on the charter guy's shoulders to give them all this information that they don't have, <clears throat> the take from that or the benefit was ultimately going to be <clears throat> that they would give us a certain amount of days you know, maybe at the end of it that we could go out and, you know, fish 60 days throughout the year or something like that, you know. 
And that was a huge incentive. I mean, I was on board. That would have been great, you know, to be able to, you know, actually count the days that I can go fishing. And, yeah, because they're tracking you from the time you leave the dock to you come in anyway. How does that work? When you get in, You, how long do you have to report your catch? How does that work? So you are supposed to report 30 minutes before offshore, basically coming in or when you're headed back in. you got to uh, – announce that you're you're coming in and you'll be at the dock in you know minimum of 30 minutes right before you get to dock and when you get to dock before the first person gets off the boat you're supposed to denote how many fish you caught and uh report all that stuff you know what the loss you know the fish that you threw back the whole nine yards oh really that's that extensive you have to go with throwbacks too everything Every Everything. single fish. And catch, is it every species? Uh, every species, yep. Wow. Every species. And then on top of that, they were a- asking a lot of economical questions because they really have no economical data yeah, either. I knew they wanted um, to know how much fuel yeah. you were burning. Fuel you're burning, the price, what you got paid for the trip, you know, basically My what your profit goodness. margin was. Yeah, and that, and that, that one – those questions right there is what got them. I mean, that's what people were really upset about. You know, why do you, you I know. mean, is there a such thing as privacy anymore? Yeah, I, you know. I mean, don't you feel kind of intruded upon, you know, with a, you know, that that's, seems to be pretty intrusional, you know, government intrusion. It is. Like, it is. How many and, Dr. And Pepper's like, did customer A drink versus customer B, you know, or. <laughs> Did y'all drink seven bottles of water? You know, that's that's nitpicking stuff, man. It is. It is. And it went even further, too. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> like when, when when you're at the dock, the, it, technically you were supposed like if you were at one dock and you had to go fill up at, you know, a dock 200 yards away or something like that. Well, then you had to log in and say, tell the system, yes, I'm leaving this dock and going to that dock to fuel up. Really? Coming back. Yes, it was every it tracked you every second. As a matter of fact, your your the VMS had to be on and tracking twenty four hours a day. Like you, it wasn't. My uh, goodness. Yeah, and if you like, in our case, you know, we put our boats in the in the uh, dry storage over here. Well, you don't get service in the dry storage. I mean, it's not shooting to the VMS thing. So right. you you uh, you actually had to call in and get an exemption mm. form and say, hey, my, my boat's going been put up for a day or something like that. It was a huge mess. I mean, honestly, the infancy of the system, there was a lot of, you know, things that weren't quite working well, who right. Who enforces all this? The federal government, NOAA. You know, I know, but the, how, many, how, many, how many government people they got working for them to, to enforce that? Yeah, not many. I promise Man. you. I, I think the tally a couple of years ago of federal officers that were working all of the Texas coast was like three or less. I well, mean, maybe that's what they, all these new IRS agents are going to be for. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, like 87,000 of them or something? Oh, buddy. Yeah. Things to look forward to, man. This is going to be a very interesting world coming up. You know, I don't know. But uh, it's going to be a mess. There's no doubt. You know, but that's the world we've been living in for a, a while now. And, again, like I said, they shot that they shot that VMS rule down. Uh, it was about a month and a half ago. They took that away. Uh, 
the the federal court that that uh, made a decision on it in in Louisiana made the decision in such a way that they weren't, I believe, weren't able to appeal it, so it stuck. But they're already starting. They're starting new litigation on new rules and stuff like that. And like I said, one of the one of the things that they're looking at is trying to issue out uh, licenses for even recreational folks who go offshore, and uh, they want everybody to log how much they how There's much. Another they tax right there and more intrusion. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you know that you know there's a tax on that for sure. I mean, it's uh well. That, that's I, all. I that's all a license fee free. is is a tax. It's a penalty, right? Right. So, Rex will have to buy a license to go fish offshore. Not, you know, in addition to their state license. That's correct. That's and and that's huh. you know that is the what they're trying to accomplish. They have not done that yet, but that's uh, one of the topics at this last. Uh, so, and are they going to have? Uh, systems on their boat to track them and then plus uh have to be uh uh lawful to report their catches and what they caught same as y'all i don't see that going very well <laughs> I, mean, I don't either honestly i don't know how it, i mean if know, they did that know. in the bay i'd just say hey man i've had a good run y'all can have this i'm out yeah i'm done I mean, it's I like they're you, forcing everybody to just say, hey, I'll find me a new hobby. Let's do something yeah. else. I mean, it was tough, you know, when they first started. I, you know, all the years you've been fishing, you know, you don't think – I don't always think, y'all, how many, how many, uh, you know, beeliners did I let go or how many, you know, trigger fish did I let go or, you know, trying to remember who caught what and, you know, who drank a Dr. Pepper. I, I don't yeah, remember all you have all to have things, a, you know uh, an accountant deckhand. Yeah, I mean, you almost got a video of the whole trip if you can go back and remember. Oh, yeah, so Frank, he caught two in the front. And then uh, yeah. Pete, you know, he's back here. He smoked two, too. So, I mean, that would yeah. be just almost impossible for you and a deckhand to keep up with in a whole day's charter like that. That's nuts. Yeah, it's tough. It, it was very, very tough. Oh, and uh, we just about started getting pretty decent at it you know right when they took it away so or, or reverse that decision so right. we're off so to the next thing as it is right now you don't have that hanging over your head we don't currently no and uh they don't they don't even require us to to log in or report or catches or anything like that at this moment because that was all tied to that same uh law right. so uh so right now we're okay but if i know the federal government like everybody else does Something else worse is on the way, you know. You almost sometimes you just kind of, like, you kind of just wish, hey, man, just leave it here. I'll deal with it, you know. But from here on out, just leave it here, man. I'll, so I will focus. You guys, that right. was an out of an uh, out of pocket expense to buy those uh, these trackers and these devices and all this. Was that uh, an added expense to your? Uh... You know. It's weird. They did a they did a payback program. So the payback program only lasted a certain amount of time. And then, uh, so the the deal was that you buy the you buy the equipment. They'll get they'll reimburse you for the equipment, but then you have to pay to get it put on put on by the dealer or whatever. Right. And um, as time went on, you know they they started reducing how much uh, uh, you got back. So right now. I mean, and I actually got pinned with one here right before that ruling. 
I uh, had I had a permit that I had to buy a VMS for. I bought the VMS, and then the uh, and then you're also on the hook for the monthly uh, whatever the monthly fee is because it's you know it's just like a cellular phone or something like that. You, you know you got a um, a monthly or yearly fee. Well, I right. paid that. They reversed the they reversed the uh, decision, and now I don't. The reimbursement also went away. So yeah, I got stuck paying for VMS. The VMS is about. I don't know, twelve hundred bucks or something like that, and the yearly on that particular one was like two fifty. Yeah, I'm out of pocket for fourteen hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and for what? I can't even resell the thing. I mean, nobody. What does that VMS stand for? <laughs> what does that acronym mean? Uh, vessel monitoring system. Vessel monitoring system. I was going to guess that. I just had the guy text wanting to know what it stood for. Yeah, oh. vessel monitoring system, which the commercial guys have had them for years. And right. This is, uh, you know, for a long time. But, you know, where else in life do you need a vessel monitoring system? I mean, you can't resell this thing. You're stuck. I mean, <laughs> if anybody needs a VMS out there in the radio world, you know, you let me know. I got one, a good one, brand new. So right. I'll give you a heck of a deal. <laughs> well, well, that's good. A judge overruled that then. And, uh, well, I guess it's in litigation then. I guess they'll yeah. file an appeal and all, you know, the same old nasty court mess. I think, like I said, I think that the appeal on that particular decision, how, however that judge ruled on it, I believe that uh, it's not uh, it's not appealable. But, uh, you know, they can certainly kind of try to pass more laws. Yeah, you know, do it sure again. Yeah. yeah. Shove something yeah. else through. I got you. That's um, they can go yeah. judge shopping and get the right judge to endorse it. Yeah, basically. You know, the lawsuit was actually brought brought on by a Mexican golf company out of Venice. And uh, the irony of the whole thing is, you know, they actually don't fish for, apparently, this is, this is what I've been told, they don't fish for a lot of uh, uh, species that you would need that for. There, there's a lot of species. There's several species out there that you don't have to have um, it really just pertains to the permits that NOAA has to issue. So those are the reef permit and the pelagic permit. The pelagic permit covers a, a, a king mackerel, ling, and dolphin. And the reef Yeah, and how permit, much are those permits, Jeff? How, how much is that out of y'all's pocket for buddy. that stuff? Isn't, that's high-dollar stuff, isn't it? I think they're going for about thirty grand, thirty-five grand. a set. For pelagic like reef permit is thirty grand. Yeah, yeah for the combination, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you get to catch what we have, king and snapper and and ling and what else? Yeah, you, so you, the the re, re permit basically covers anything on a rock. So I mean, you know, you got your groupers, your uh, oh, okay. snappers, stuff like that, and then the pelagic permit covers kingfish, ling, and dolphin. But My there's goodness. there's some species like uh, you know tuna aren't covered. That they are, you have to have a highly migratory species permit. But you're not. I don't think they sell underneath that same law. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's very complicated. Well, my hat's you know, off to you to do what you do for a living like that. I mean, if it was like that in the Bay, I'd, I'm out, I'm gone. Yeah. I'll it's, go, it's I'll crazy. go bass fishing, <laughs> simplify <laughs> things, go catch some crappie. It's, that's it, man. That would simplify a lot of things, my you know, goodness. and a lot of, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of the offshore guys around here too. I mean, they, they really kind of got fed up with it a long time ago and, and just fish inside of nine miles just so they don't have to deal with all the stuff. I mean, you know, Man, it takes it, part yeah, of that, I mean, that's uh, and what an added expense to your overhead for the oh, year. Yeah. 
It is. It sure is. I mean, and granted, that's if the gas prices don't go, you know, screaming upwards. Well, which, they're, they're climbing as we speak, buddy, and I don't think it's going to oh, get any man. better. I think it's going to get a lot worse. And, yeah. Uh, until we get another election, and then they'll they'll do other things to uh, lower the prices to make it look better because people do. For- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.